welcome to Justice Losers, the most unqualified podcast talking entertainment, news, and reviews. I'm your host, Preston, joined as always by my delightful co-host, Matt Matt. Matt, what should people do? Like, subscribe, and let us take a nap. Yes, please. That'd I mean, great. tell a friend. That's the important thing. Tell a friend that we should take a nap. Yep. This is going to be a low-energy episode. This is definitely going to be a low-energy episode. This is also going to be the last one for a little bit. Is it? Yeah, because news goes first. Are we not doing another one? Oh, we might session? do another one after that. Yep. But that is... Uh, Never mind. We Upcoming. might as well start kind of hinting preparing, towards that. Pre- prepare all of yourselves. We're going to... We're going to take a pretty long break after probably the next pair of episodes. Yep. I am moving and getting married, and Matt is also moving yep. to Georgia. Yep. And so that's a bigger move. And yep. also, and then I also have like honeymoon and shit. Yeah. And we got to figure out how we're going to be doing this long... We kind of have no mechanics wise how we're gonna do it long distance we just gotta yep. probably have a couple trial runs before it works but yep we plan on continuing after the break but yep. we don't know exactly how long the break's gonna be matt's moving towards the end of june so it might give you a couple weeks to get yeah. settled maybe maybe sometime toward mid-july yeah we'll see how it's looking maybe a couple months maybe just be a summer break yeah well we'll see yeah definitely back up before dune though tell you that much before what dune dune, dune. oh yeah, yeah yep yes which yes, we'll sir. have talked about last week. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that. Oh, man, this Time is going to mess off. with me. Yep. We're doing Watchmen Up To's first because Matt has a thing to do real quick, and this is going to be a short one. Yeah. Because we're both super busy and have done <laughs> nothing. Matt, what you been up to? Uh, TikTok, at Just Us Losers Pod. Oh, Check us it. out there. Um, uh, what have I been up to? Uh, packing, mostly. That's That's most of the thing I've been doing. Yeah. Um, I have not finished Better Call Saul. Um, I have one episode left, which may say something about my level of excitement going into the ending. It's not that it's gotten bad. It's just that it's like, okay, yeah, it's coming to an end here. Mm. Sure is. But yeah, I'll have a Doesn't full... feel like it's like ramping up. Uh, it feels like it, f- it feels like it wants to feel like it's ramping up. Mm. I don't know. Yeah. I'll talk about it more probably in two weeks. Surely I'll be able to watch one episode in two weeks. Probably. Hopefully. Um, I did finish the Mike Grell run on Green Arrow. Good. Per your recommendation. That f- the ho- or just the four I gave the, you. The four you gave me. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, did you buy volumes? I was so <laughs> excited about it. I bought volumes. No. <laughs> it's, uh, it's quite good. Um, it's not something that I was so excited that I had to go out and buy the rest of the volumes right. or that I'll borrow the rest from you necessarily. Mm. Um, but it was thoroughly enjoyable. It's on par with like the Frank Miller Daredevil stuff as right. far as I'm concerned. Um, there's some really good, solid, iconic kind of stuff. And mm-hmm. um, I talked about it a lot last week, so I won't go into too much depth. But yeah, basically the, the stories are mostly pretty good. They're, I mean, occasionally a little bit of comic booky silliness, even with right. the grounded tone. It's like, oh, let's go have him go to the Iditarod. Yeah. And they're kind of setting that up. It's like, he's like, oh, I really like this race. I hope I don't have to drive a team of dog sleds for some reason. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like, okay, it's kind of fun. No, but yeah, it's it's all it gets into some some heavier territory. A little bit of it is very much just like, oh, it's the '80s. We're gritty now, and let's go all in on that grittiness, right? Um, which you feel, but it's it's pretty well written. Um, the characters are interesting. You talked uh, last time about the the continuity where you see character decisions in one issue, and it affects how they are in the next issue. And there's mm-hmm. progress and growth, and it feels gradual and human. And I think that that's effectively handled. Yep, as far as I can see yeah so yeah no that'd be worth a look especially if you're if you watched the cw show and thought this is good but what if 
I read something that was actually good, but with the <laughs> this character or with uh what this character's supposed to be. Yep. Yeah, this would be the place to look for that. Yeah. Mike Grell run, beginning with longbow hunters and then continuing through a variety of things. Yeah. Some good stuff. Yeah, if you had the time and you weren't abandoning me, I'd give you five through eight because yep. it's it stays pretty good. And you also get um a conclusion to kind of a so you see um uh fires. He's a worked for the CIA or something. Mm. I don't know how mm-hmm. far he shows up, but he like he kind of yeah, shows, shows up, up in increasing instances mm-hmm. towards the end and it kind of ramps up to like a big conflict between the two of them. It's kind of his nemesis of his of the micro run okay and so it's a pretty good satisfying conclusion towards the end of it what's well, uh you probably actually now that i'm thinking back on it, i don't think you really saw a whole lot of him he showed up like maybe a couple times he but... shows up at the end of longbow hunters briefly mm-hmm. um and then they cross paths i think once they there's an actual story where they're kind of in opposition and they cross paths and then there's one where he's like Something bad happened. Let me go shake down all the people that could be. And he's one of the guys mm-hmm. that he goes and shakes down briefly or something. There's one where uh, a guy like the um, eccentric billionaire on an island, basically like, I think he's obsessed with hunters mm-hmm. and he gets fires and queen. And like, I can't remember if he pits them against each other in the, like on the island or like makes them stay alive like tells them they have to stay alive or mm-hmm. he like tells them to hunt him or something like that it's like something where the two of them have to spend a lot of time together and like yes. it's kind of the it's a friend foe relationship between the two of them like they both kind of respect each other on like what they're doing and like right like it and it's one of those things where um fires isn't fires doesn't have a moral compass is moral compass is who pays me more. Right. Um, and so he wor- has worked for the CIA, like being on the good side. And he has also mm-hmm. been a contract killer for bad guys like Russians or something. And so mm-hmm. he's just kind of all over the place. And Queens just like, just stay out of my way. You son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. Fair um, enough. I yeah, really like their dynamic. Good. Yeah. A little most dangerous game. Yep. kind of Action. Love it. Yep. Good stuff. Good stuff. All right. Aside from that, uh, been watching some playoff hockey. I think hockey's kind of the perfect sport. Really? Yeah. Kind of a controversial take, but it's uh it's got continuous action, which is a big appeal. Um a lot of people are turned off of football cuz it's like 10 seconds of action and then a minute of ads. everyone kind of shuffling around and then 10 seconds of action and then 3 minutes of ads yeah. and then 10 seconds of action and then another minute of people shuffling around. It's yeah, I mean, you get your intense moments, you know, you get a nice two minute drive before the half or the end of the game or something. Sure, sure. Mm-hmm. But hockey, you get the continuous play to the point that like someone's stick breaks or their skate breaks or something. You just keep playing. You just keep playing right. around it if it's on the ice. You know, someone gets knocked over. Who cares? Yeah. Stop it if there's a fight, but let the fight go on. Barely. If, yeah, barely stop yeah. it. <laughs> just stop so that everyone can crowd around and punch each other a little yeah. bit. It's a, it's a good time. Um, and so, of course, you know, there are plenty of sports that have uh, that continuous action. There's uh, soccer and there's basketball. Um, I think basketball is kind of cheapened by the fact that it's easy to score. Yeah. So no individual possession feels particularly intense, except for right at the very end of games, of course. Right. And soccer, the problem is the field is huge. Yeah. If you've ever watched a professional soccer game, it's like 
the one team gets the ball around their own goal and they start breaking out and it takes them like 30 seconds just to get across <laughs> the field. Just yeah. Chunk, 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 chunk. And it's like it it's really probably the same amount of actual action as American football. Uh-huh. Um, it's just kind of the ball is continually moving. Right. And so hockey kind of strikes the perfect middle ground where it's a small playing surface where people are moving pretty quickly because they're on skates, but it's not easy to score like in basketball. So it's not cheapened when someone scores. It's a big deal when Mm -hmm. someone scores, but it's not so rare that you have games ending zero to zero like you always do in soccer because the field's too big. And so it takes a minute to get ramped up. So you get kind of the perfect balance where you'll get like three to five goals a game per team on average or so, which is kind of exactly the right amount. You celebrate every one of them, but it never really gets old. Right. And it's it's tense. And I, I had that thought very clearly watching uh, Go Kraken, uh, Kraken Game 7 against the Avalanche. Wearing a Kraken Kraken. They're playing right now. I'm missing the game to oh. be here for this, which is my level of commitment. <laughs> but I, uh, no, I was watching Game 7 of their first round series against the Avalanche. Um, and there was a span of like, Four or five minutes is um, toward the end of the last period and the Kraken were up two to one and it's a game seven winner go home. And it was like probably like four or five minutes that the clock just ran. No stoppages, hmm. no no pucks out of play, no fouls, uh, no nothing like that. And it's just constant intensity. You know, they get the puck in 10 seconds so later. They're on the other side trying to bounce it around, shoot it in and they shoot it and goalie grabs it and the crowd roars and mm-hmm. it's just. Uh, it's it's really intense and there's a there's a physicality to it that basketball kind of lacks yeah um you know basketball you're you can get a little pushy shovey uh football you get quite a bit of physicality but right. football has its own limitations and soccer's got its flops soccer's got its flops hockey does too but to a much lesser extent but right. um hockey you're encouraged to hit the person that has the puck yeah you get points in fantasy if your person hits the other guy so hard that he <laughs> dislodges the puck from him. <laughs> uh, it's something you get in the box score. But then, of course, at the same time, it's not like just boxing where you're just trying to beat up the other guy. There are right. rules around who you can hit and how hard and where and when. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of the perfect balance to civilized but physical, um, continuous action, but not cheap. The only downside is it's kind of hard to follow because, you know, little tiny puck. Yeah, all tiny. Like, so, you barely see it. Yeah, so I think the life. barrier to entry is fairly high as a fan, but right. I think it's really rewarding if you get into it. Okay. So, there you go. You're all hockey fans now. Yeah. You know, I played hockey. I didn't. Yep. Played it for like two years. Nice. Roller hockey because right. kids in Georgia. Right. Know. But yeah, I was a cherry picker. I wasn't very good at like, I didn't have very good pot control, mm-hmm. but... You know, I could be, I can hang out over by the goal. And then when there was like a rebound, basically, like, mm-hmm. I don't think it was really called a rebound. I was actually pretty good at just like yoinking it and sliding in the side. Like mm-hmm. I kind of found the holes in the um, goalie's protection pretty mm-hmm. easily. So at a lot of points, just cherry picking. Nice. There's value in that. Yep. Cherry picking is kind of looked down on because it's lame, but whatever. I got points. They didn't. Yeah. I mean, there's. <laughs> considerable skill in being able to redirect and grab those rebounds they are card rebounds actually oh okay yeah couldn't quite remember um yeah no uh the game one of the second series that the kraken are in against the stars the kraken won five to four but all four goals for the stars were scored by the same guy which is kind of rare and he's this he's a guy who you know he's a fantastic hockey player but he's really good at just kind of getting up by the net 
and someone will shoot and it'll be a little offline and he'll just kind of tip it in midair mm. knock it right in baseball skills yeah pretty cool i love how uh one of my coaches when i was a kid was missing his two front teeth like he had mm-hmm. fake teeth then right and just like yeah you know why you guys wear masks because this and he just like pop it out and show us and be like oh god <laughs> yep yep i yeah. got called for high sticking all the time because if i was like going real mm-hmm. fast i didn't I had right really bad ability to keep my stick it's high sticking for people who don't know is when you let you the like the um head blade blade the blade of your stick get like i think it's above your waist Mm-hmm. I think it's, that's the line. If that gets above your waist, it's hit high sticking. It's, you know, dangerous. Right. Because you can hit someone in the mouth with a blade. Because they don't really wear... Some don't wear masks at all in the NFL. Do they? NHL? Yeah. So everyone NHL. everyone has sort of a visor. Yeah. Because they've got a helmet over and then kind eyes. of a visor over their eyes. But not over their, fa- their mouth. No, usually not. Not yeah. unless they had some facial injury. Goalies have... Goalies have, yeah. Massive protection. Yeah. They look like a tank. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. No, uh, one of the one of the Stars guys in game two or three got hit in the face with a puck and it like lacerated it. Oof. Yeah. Yep. So he's got a full full face cage now for the rest of the game. <laughs> there was a there was a player in one of the other series for the uh, Vegas Golden Knights who had his face cut by a skate. Ooh. Went back to the locker room, had it stitched up, and was out there for the third period. That's that's hockey for you. Yeah. They're tough. Yep. It's pretty gnarly. I used to play NHL 2K4, Mm -hmm. the hockey game, and Mm -hmm. that was, uh, I know what a breakaway is, because there was one soundbite of the commentator saying breakaway, Mm -hmm. and I always played, like, on the easiest thing possible, and so whenever I'd get a breakaway, it'd be breakaway! And Mm -hmm. I was like, I don't know what that means! And then, like, later I found out that's just, like, when you get away from everybody, basically. Um, But, you know, I was... I never actually did, like, real tactics, because I put it on easiest possible. I do this thing in NFL 2K2 Mm -hmm. uh, that... It was, like, on PlayStation 2, where I would turn off... So, like... Before the snap, no bodies or like no rigid bodies interacted. So mm-hmm. you, uh, I would turn off all penalties, mm-hmm. and then I would take, I would move, go, you know, go off sides, and then I would clip between, like clip through the quarterback <laughs> to where I could see. So you know, you're hunched over a little bit. I could yeah. see a part of his butt like kind of on my crotch basically and then the moment he snapped he goes back just enough for me to instantly hit the tackle button and just sack him and so i would just sack him and then you know uh second down sack him uh, third down sack him fourth down you know sack him (laughs) don't let him punt and then what i would do is i would i'd make the runs Mm-hmm. Oh, sometimes that was really mean where I wouldn't even worry about sacking. What I do is I would change teams. Like I could just change in the middle of it when it's their, when it's uh, their possession, take the ball, run all the way back to the other end zone, stand there and wait for someone to tackle me and just get a safety. And I just blow them out like a hundred and something to zero. I did some like Georgia tech level shit, but in a video game, that was good. That was mean. Yeah. I never actually played those games for real. I really should try to play like a sports game for real, but like, I was a child, was, yeah. what, maybe like seven yeah. those games. It's just, it's all about, oh, look, I win. I got such a high score. Yep. Isn't it, you, you don't learn to appreciate the challenge and the journey. Yep. Speaking of video games, 
Speaking it's of the video only games. thing that I've been up to. All right. Uh, so Dead Island 2 came out. <gasps> Yay. And it is one of the only games, I think, around that I will actively get when it came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I got that and I have been playing that and I'm not all the way through because I'm surprised with how much there actually is with it. But it's it's a thoroughly fun game. All right. Um, I feel like if I had got this game four years ago, I would struggle with it so hard. Mm-hmm. Um, cause there's a really strong learning curve on the weapons. Okay. So basically every weapon. So there's four types of weapons. Mm-hmm. There's a headhunter weapon, which critical hits when you hit them, when you hit with the head, mm-hmm. like hits, hit an enemy uh, zombie in the head. There's frenzy weapons, which the first, like maybe like five six attacks are a normal hit but then it's all critical hits after that after you like if you just hit a bunch like rapid back, fire back, 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 back. uh maiming is uh critical hits on limbs and they are more likely to like chop off limbs mm-hmm. bulldozer is they are critical on power attacks mm-hmm. uh or like um, heavy attacks and then with guns there's rapid fire which is the same thing as frenzy where the first few hits don't uh do any uh, or sure. normal attacks but then it's critical hits after that there's demolition which does more damage to a, a zombie that's in a certain status and i'll get to that in a second there's uh sharpshooter which is critical hits on headshots and then there is tactical which is critical hits when you perform a perfect dodge mm-hmm. or a perfect block so all of those have their own versions of criticals uh then with each of them you can put a mod on it or a perk that affect its attack speed it's force which is how much it pushes it back Mm -hmm. the damage it does uh the durability because they uh over time break Mm -hmm. um and then with mods you can put on additional damage basically uh fire damage acid uh, caustic damage uh electric damage i think i said fire damage let's see uh so there's also still grass type ghost type (laughs) (laughs) wait (laughs) uh and then there's like a, there's like blunt damage that can traumatize them. Mm-hmm. And then for all enemies, there are a bunch of different status effects. There's electrocuted, there's uh, burned, there's mm-hmm. melting, there's uh, traumatized. I'm there's... just imagining a zombie going to its therapist now. Brains. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I just want brains, and I just I don't know. I'm addicted to brains. Um, there That's is, good. I'm going to prescribe you some brains. There's a weakened. There's uh, doused. There is... Uh, it's another one that I can't think of. And then, for zombies, there are, I think, maybe nine standard types of zombies. Mm-hmm. Each of them have... Oh, and there's also bleed damage. Uh, then there's the like typical blunt, uh, sharp, and um, bullet piercing right. kind of damage uh, and then for each kind of zombies so there's the shamblers there's uh let's say the shamblers walk walkers runners hazmat firemen thugs or uh, uh um crushers they're basically what thugs were in the first game mm-hmm. crushers uh butchers uh screamers uh bloaters uh, bursters i think there's another one that i haven't discovered yet because there's a um, a question mark in my zompedia 
Uh, and then with each of them, there are variations of like they're caustic or they're like fire. So there's like the fire uh, crusher and mm-hmm. there's the fire runner and there's the fire walker. And like they're like, and so all of them have their own variations of the damage mm-hmm. types. And all of them have different strengths and weaknesses against different ty- damage types. Uh, like, so the runner takes more damage on its legs. Mm-hmm. Um, the crusher is, uh, more durable on its legs, but it takes more damage on its arms and head, mm-hmm. uh, like stuff like that. So it's just Pokemon. There's so much like it is. So it took me a long time to really like get the hang of like knowing which weapon I'm using and like having like enough weapons that I can kind of switch between weapons that I'm not. I don't have only weapons that if I were to come across this one specific type of zombie, this fire runner, then I'm screwed because I don't have a weapon that's like, because mm-hmm. then there's zombies are like immune, like firemen zombies are immune to shock, caustic and fire damage. So you have to have a normal damage mm-hmm. weapon that you don't really want to use very often because that's the, there's only that zombie that's like immune to all those types. Right. And so I'm like using it, like I'm kind of balancing between all of them. And then I don't like what open worlds are doing or like kind of RPG games are doing these days where instead of it being a skill tree where you buy a skill with skill points that you get when you level up and then it unlocks certain things and you can kind of like, but and you keep them forever. It's more of a skill card setup Mm. where you have a certain number of slots and you get a bunch of cards and you can trade them out throughout, Mm -hmm. which is good for flexibility but like usually with skill trees except for Valhalla which I hated about it you can see what's coming you can see what kind of skills there are and you can kind of start uh, to plan your abilities early on uh-huh. of like okay so there's this kind of branch that really focuses on crits mm-hmm. uh in one game that's something that I did like I'm kind of getting really interested in like damn it heavy damage i used to just be a tank where right. i put build up all of my health and stuff and like i can't die right um but i'm kind of getting more interested in like i don't die because they can't hit me because the first hit i give is like a maximum crit like as mm-hmm. much damage as possible um but with this game like with skill cards they unlock as you go like you get the cards as you go so you don't know what kind of card when the first time you play at least you don't know what kind of cards are out there uh. but about halfway through the game I kind of discovered that I can approach it with, um, I I can commit to maiming. So pretty much mm-hmm. every one of my weapons are maiming weapons. So uh, my whole entire spiel is to chop the legs off and then let them crawl around while I'm worrying about other zombies. Mm-hmm. Then I have cards that are like, I gain health when I maim something. Uh, when I maim something, I have a uh, boost to crit damage, I think. Mm-hmm. Um and then like a bunch of so crit and maiming basically so all of my uh weapons i choose all of the perks that are like uh extra damage to limbs crit more crit damage on maiming stuff mm-hmm. like that like all those kind of, i craft all of my weapons to specifically be i am really really good at maiming because mm-hmm. there's nothing that's immune to maiming at least sure just um, like in life just like in life yeah yeah uh you can maim anyone try it go to the store try to maim somebody it'll happen this is good, high-quality stuff. <laughs> um, so it's sort of like the Hollow Knight charm system, right? Yes, yeah. Uh, and that yeah, that's a good example of that, where you can kind of, like, switch in the charms and do mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. Which... Beat your head against a boss a little bit until you figure out the optimal charm build. Yes. And that's, and that's actually, like, it, that's a good example of using it, where 
you kind of need to switch them out. Like mm-hmm. it is, it's not something like you can, cause there's not other things that you do that are build that, that affect your build. It's right. just the charms, but like, I'm not going to focus all of my money and resources towards maiming weapons. Mm-hmm. And then if I were to like, I needed to switch something, I'm not going to switch all of my cards out to some other thing because none of my weapons line up with that. And I don't have right. any money or resources. And so you have to like really f- dedicate to a certain thing. Yeah. In which case, just give me the car, the skill abilities that I can't trade out. Like, cause I'm not going to. Mm-hmm. So like every time it's like, Oh, you got a new skill card. I'm like, all right, let's see what this is. And there's one skill card that I have that I don't really use very much. And I just like click on it to maybe switch it. Look at the other one. Nope. Don't care. The, so that's all like the mechanic, the mechanics. Once you've like get the hang of it, which mm-hmm. takes a while is pretty fun. I'm pretty, unbeatable at this point i'm like yeah it's hard to the i i get hit pretty hard but uh the slayer that i chose the player that they all have different abilities i have really high max uh really high peak health okay but i have really low durability to um elemental damage mm-hmm. and so if there's like a fire zombie that runs at me i get hit like twice and i'm instantly ignited and so mm-hmm. i'm taking fire damage uh, so I got to be really careful with that stuff because a lot okay. of my weapons do that damage. So if I ignite a zombie with my weapon, it can start igniting me. So I got to be really careful with that thing. As the kids say, play with fire, get burned. That's true. Play with uh, acid, get also burned. Yep, but chemically. Play with electric, get shocked. Shocked and, and burned. <laughs> <laughs> Everything burns. We burn easily. We're a really burnable race. Yeah. Species. You got side too long, you burn. Yep. Get insulted, get burned. Didn't think of that one. Yeah, you got yeah. both literal and figurative burns. Mm-hmm. With the story, it's actually really interesting. I don't uh, really know how much I want to talk about it, but basically, like, so you're, the story is you're immune, mm-hmm. which is originally, and the original games too are uh, Dead Island 1 and Dead Island Riptide, which is kind of a, I talked about this, like the Assassin's Creed Brotherhood mm-hmm. where it came after that. It's not part of the numbering system, but it's a sequel. Right. Riptide did that. Um, those are the same characters as Dead Island 1. You're immune, but that's it. Mm-hmm. Um, with Dead Island 2, you're immune, but there's like, but you have the zombie stuff, something in you, like it's in you and like, mm-hmm. it's you're like becoming something and you were like i'm pretty close to the end of the game and you don't really know quite what you're becoming Mm -hmm. um but there's a big kind of like revelation uh that just happened with me my dad's phone was going off and it's playing a little song it's kind of a revelation about like what is actually going on with these infections with these outbreaks Mm -hmm. because basically with dead island one and dead island two or dead island riptide is it outbroke and the first one it's hanoi it's just this island resort island mm-hmm. off the coast of australia it was contained and then the government covered it up okay. and then the same thing they were trying to, the survivors were trying to get out and then they crashed or something on another island mm-hmm. where it broke out again and that was covered up too okay. this time it broke out in la ah, and so it's all these like so easy yeah it's not i don't think it's getting covered up they have like the full government thing and people are posting on the internet now so you you run across all these influencers who are like posting and getting streams so <laughs> the world knows about it now do the influencers occasionally get eaten by zombies uh totally great it's hilarious That's also I, I love how much they make fun of like there's the types that mm-hmm. you know of that are in it yep. um like there's the 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 demo 
of the game, like when they were first showing you, like the, the it's like the gameplay demo. Mm-hmm. Uh, you met this um, absolute has been of a rock star. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a like probably twenty year old uh, like streamer who's like just absolutely like the Valley Girl and like could be so totally awesome. And they come up with all the mm-hmm. goofy turn. You know, Classic. like how my problem with um, like sci fi games where they just come up with vernacular to just throw in there and they shove it down your face and it's kind of annoying they do that a little bit in this game but they also still do use real terms Mm -hmm. um i think they used lit at one point like because they're doing it to make fun of they know like the game company knows that lit is not a term people use very satirical um maybe it was at that point in the development that's true because it's been in development (laughs) hell for like 15 years but it's uh it's it's pretty funny in some it's it not at all it doesn't at all take itself seriously mm-hmm. um and like it's kind of just like the tongue-in-cheek humor of like i was gonna make a snarky comment at every turn um mm-hmm. which gets like i never laugh out loud at the humor but it's like it's an entertaining atmosphere of your character making all these kind of snarky comments at everything yeah uh like if you're like if you kicked a zombie like down an elevator shaft and the comment is like going down like that kind of <laughs> that those little you know action movie one-liners yeah, yeah. love it okay. uh, absolutely full of them and there are also some like character growth things there are some pretty good like mm-hmm. characters developing in the in the game so there's it's Lame. not just hate it Huh? Lame, <laughs> hate it boo just let me kill some zombies and snark about it there's a lot of killing zombies good but there's you, you so all those past games like it's been all about cover ups and stuff. But mm-hmm. in this game, you're actually kind of learning that somebody caused this. Who caused this? Uh, I think we're about to learn why they caused it. I don't know why they caused it, mm-hmm. uh, but kind of your part in all of that as well. Okay. Um, and so I think that was kind of their. That's probably what their intent was all along with that island too. Is mm-hmm. this first game was just a mindless zombie kill zombie game. It's completely alone. Riptide was probably just like a biding time until they can get Dead Island Two ready. Right. Uh, and Dead Island Two was like, all right, let's actually like explain some story behind this. Yeah. Where did this infection come from? Get some mythology up in here. Yeah. Love it. It's not at all where I expected to go with the story. Mm-hmm. I was very surprised at like kind of what the central part of all of it was mm-hmm. like, okay. It's a little, it's, it's going to sound weird. That's not a very grounded decision to make in this zombie apocalypse movie <laughs> or zombie apocalypse game. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> um, it's not aliens. Okay. That but was like, my first I, thought. But... I feel like aliens, it, it, aliens is kind of in, it's like that level of not grounded. So okay. like that would, it, you are correct in that kind of that thought of that not very grounded thing. I'm like, oh, that was all a right. heck of a sentence there, but yep. <laughs> all right, going with it. Uh, so yeah. Otherwise, I'm still enjoying it thoroughly. It's um decently difficult, um very satisfying. I love their destruction, whatever the they that mechanic that they came up with, where it's just like the maiming mechanic. Mm-hmm. Very satisfying. Yep. Um, but. Yeah, I'm nearing the end, so I felt like I could talk about it enough. Also, padded this episode plenty. boy. I think well we done. can call it. What time is it? 6.50. Okay. Oh, man, you got 10 minutes. Yep. All right. Uh, anything else? I think that's a good point to leave it. All right. Chelsea? We shall.
Thanks everyone for listening. You can find us on Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Podbean, and wherever other fine podcasts are sold. Uh, we have a TikTok at Just Us Losers Pod. I've been awful at posting. I'm sorry. Oh come on, Shirley. There's been some good stuff. There's been some good stuff. Don't call me Shirley. Facebook, Twitter ah. at Just Us Losers Pod, <laughs> Instagram at Just Us Losers Pod, except only sort of. Uh, we do have Gmail, JustUsLosersPod at gmail.com. Have we gotten any interesting emails recently? Is that a thing that's happened? Uh, someone, uh, I think Nick sent us something. Oh, okay, great. Uh, we'll, have, read it. we'll have talked about that last week, maybe? Yeah, yeah, we'll do that. That'll yeah. be the plan. Stay back in time. Yeah, we talked about that last week. But uh, yeah, if you want to contribute to the show or offer any ideas or suggestions or anything you want us to discuss, JustUsLosersPod at gmail.com would be the place for that. So, yeah, I think that's uh, that, that's all I got to say. Um, look forward to next week when something. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.